الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهدي أنهم سبولنا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المصنين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم If you have a close relative or even a close friend that you haven't seen in a while then there's a uniqueness about their arrival You can think into your own life as well If there was a time where you were waiting for someone to come you hadn't seen them in a long time what sort of reception they receive, right? So, for instance, number one, if they, you haven't seen them in a long time and they tell you they're coming from, you know, somewhere, a different country, or they're coming from a different state, and they say, they listen, I'm planning to arrive around 5 o'clock at your house, number one, you'll clear, clear out your schedule. You'll make sure that there's nothing from basically 3 o'clock onward, so that as soon as they arrive, even if they arrive a little bit early, I'm ready to receive them properly. So number one is that you'll make sure that your schedule is clear so that you can give full attention to this event. And number two, when they do eventually arrive, you will do, if, especially for someone you haven't seen in a while, so someone that you, let's say, care about or someone that you miss dearly, you won't wait for them to ring the doorbell, right? You'll, you'll wait, you'll look outside your window, you'll keep checking, you'll maybe message them or try to track them and see how far they are. And when they do arrive, and you know that they've arrived, you'll run outside and you'll wait. You know, you'll, you'll wait, uh, you'll open the door and you'll stand on your porch. Or you might go toward the end of your driveway and receive them, right? Why to show them that they're important to you and their arrival is important to you, right? And um, so you'll do this. Number three, you'll show tremendous uh, enthusiasm when they come, right? You're not going to come and say, Assalamu alaikum, how are you? It's been so long. You're going to give them a big hug and say, Assalamu alaikum, how are you? It's been, it's been ages. We haven't met in so long. How are you? How are things? Here, let me take your bags. Let me, you know, you just relax. Let's see, what else? Is there anything else when you take out of the car? And you, and you bring them into your home, right? You don't just let them come with all their bags, unload it. You open the door and you just let them in. Now, especially someone that you haven't seen in a while, right? This is the reception you're going to get. And and then, and then when they do arrive, you are going to make sure that you're, uh, you that you a lot time for them, especially when they first arrive, because those first few minutes or first couple of hours are very important. Because when they do come into your house, you're gonna say, "Hey, sit down. Do you want anything? Can I get you some water? Can I get you something to eat?" Hey, so tell me, let's catch up. How are things going? You you spend those first few minutes and sometimes that first hour or two just one hundred percent focused on that person. You won't give, you won't, maybe that'll dissipate over time. Let's say they're staying for a week, right? Yeah, maybe day two or day three, you won't give them that full attention. But day one or day or hour one or hour two, 100% of your attention is going on them, right? So this is the reception that we give. This is expected from the guest that's coming. And more so than expected, it's appreciated. And that guest is going to think that, wow, I'm here. This person receives me so well. He must really care about me. And I, I got to keep coming back. You know, this is the approach. Now, let's say the opposite. Let's say that you, your friend, you know, arrives 
and you don't receive them outside the door and they come to your doorstep and they start ringing the doorbell and no one's picking up and then they pick up their phone they call you say hey where are you I'm, I'm at your house and they say oh sorry i'm running behind you know i had to i had to run a quick errand you know i'll be there in about a half an hour just wait in your car i'll be there shortly and imagine what that guest would feel like you're like what i haven't seen you in like five years i haven't seen you in a year or six months and this is the reception of, you obviously don't care about what i who i am what i have to offer what i'm here to bring you know what experiences uh, you and I are going to have together for the next couple of days. It's not something that is a priority for you, right? Versus a, someone who comes and waits outside the door for you and says, hey, welcome, nice to see you. It's been so long, come on in. So all of us have probably had that experience, either on the receiving end or the giving end. And interestingly, for the believer, this should be, or this is our experience with, Ram- with the month of Ramadan as well. This should be our it should be our interaction with the arrival of the month of Ramadan as well. Now, for the vast majority of Muslims, Ramadan just kind of creeps up and then it just begins and then it just starts. And two or three days in, they begin to realize, wow, this is Ramadan, right? And uh, because we're too busy with running errands, we're too busy uh, not properly receiving because we haven't given it a priority. But we recognize that the month of Ramadan deserves a reception as well. The arrival of Ramadan deserves a reception. And there's many reasons for this. One is, uh, well, let's, let's, let's take a step back. How do we receive the month of Ramadan? Number one is that we wait for its arrival and we fully accept it when it does come. Right? Ideally, a person is either when they're looking for the moon or when the time has come in for Maghrib Salah and they now know it's not Ramadan. This is a conscious uh, reception that a person is engaging in. It's not that you just kind of go on about your day just like this is any other Maghrib Salah or this is any other night. It's a special time. Some, some, something great is arriving, right? And we, when it does come, we welcome it with open arms and with enthusiasm and with excitement rather than dreading, oh my gosh, it's going to be so hard the next 30 days. How am I going to manage? We recognize that, you know, Ramadan's a great month, you know? And if, if I want to show my Allah how special it is to me, then it's going to start the moment that it arrives. It's not going to take two weeks or three weeks for me to show Allah that I care about Ramadan. It should start on day one. It should start on minute one, showing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thank you for sending Ramadan. I'm receiving it with open arms. And then once it has arrived, those first few moments or those first hour or two, just like a guest when they arrive and you give their full attention and make them feel very special and welcome. The same with Ramadan as well. You know, many a times we become so, we become busy. We will attend the Tarawih prayer usually the first night. But, uh, but you know we don't we don't actually reflect for the for that time until Tarawih prayer, from Maghrib until Tarawih. Like what just what just happened, you know who just came? Wow, I miss you. Where have you been? I mean, you know those thirty days last year that we spent in Ramadan, those thirty days that we spent together, those were the best days of my life. I wish you were here all the time. You know this is a a conversation that you have you know with Ramadan, right? Or with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, who's basically you know Ramadan is is, is has been has been sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we, we engage ourselves very deeply within the first few hours of Ramadan, right? Whether receiving it by right, waiting for it to come rather than it hitting us and saying, oh, it's Ramadan. Okay, let's now engage in X, Y, and Z. No, we should wait for it at the, our doorstep just in the same way we wait for someone who's very special. So what are the reasons that we treat Ramadan in this way? You know, similar to a guest that we haven't seen in a while. Number one is because it's been so long. Right when you haven't seen a guest in so long, that's really one of the main reasons. If someone is coming every week to your house, 
you're not going to give them the same reception. You, you'll let them ring the doorbell. And if you're not there a couple of times and you have them wait a few minutes outside, it's not a big deal. Right. But if someone who's, you know, you haven't seen in a long time, a relative, you know, that you haven't seen in months or years, you know, a parent, a child, a, a sibling, a very close friend that you grew up with, you know, you're going to you're going to give them the special reception. Ramadan's the same way. It only comes once a year and it comes and it goes by so quickly. It's not like it sticks around and you feel its presence forever. It comes and it goes. And for us, it's been 11 months and not just 11 months of, you know, it's, it's really been 11 months of, of heedlessness of Allah and heedlessness about our deen and neglect of the Prophet It's not like we spent the last 11 months elevating ourselves before Allah and worshipping Allah to the nth degree and then Ramadan comes and now it's like, oh, it's as if you were just here. I've been spending the last 11 months, you know, actually doing exactly what you wanted me to do. It's quite the opposite, right? For most of us, it's not. It's that we have been spending the last 11 months, you know, polluting our hearts and polluting our minds with all of, with all of the fitness of the world. And, and we haven't been making the efforts that we've needed to be, to be making. So that 11 months really feels like an eternity for some of us. Like, I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you. So the first reason that we receive it is because, one, it's been so long since we've last experienced Ramadan. And we, uh, we reflect upon that. Right? Like, I, you know, I wish you didn't, I, you know, I wish you didn't leave. I wish you were just here all the time. You know, those first few moments, thank you for coming back. And thank you. If it wasn't for you, I mean, think about last uh, a year in Ramadan and compare this year in Ramadan. Now tell me, there are many Muslims in our, in our community and the greater community that were present last year in Ramadan, right? And now we're with, with Ramadan just, you know, just before us. Why are why is it that we're getting another visit from Ramadan and those people didn't get another visit from Ramadan, right? What did they do wrong, right? I mean, you could argue that we're we're bigger sinners than any of the people that have passed away in the last year. Yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen to send Ramadan. Ramadan's chosen to come down and visit us once again and, and bless us and show us its mercy and you know show us its protection. I mean, what did you and I do to deserve it? So it's been a long time, right? And it's been an eternity for some of us that really have been needing. We've needed Ramadan to come every month or every two months. It's really an eternity. The second reason that we welcome Ramadan in this way is because of what Ramadan brings with it. Right? So, the gifts that Ramadan brings with it. The gifts that Ramadan brings with it. Now, if you look back, you think back to your, in your own life, maybe when you were a child, and you were really excited about your favorite uncle, your favorite aunt, or your favorite, favorite cousins coming. Right? You'll make sure that you, you know, you wait for them to honk outside, and you'll run outside, or you'll go receive them. How are you? You bring their bags in. And the one thing that's on your mind constantly is like, what did you bring for me? What did you bring for me? What did you bring for me? Right? Your, your parent goes on a trip for a long period of time and they come back you know, with their luggage in hand and you're just eyeing each piece, each bag and saying, What's, is, it, is it my toy in there? Is this in there? Is that in there? And that's what you're thinking, right? Like a child when, someone, when you receive someone like that. So, the sec so one reason that you, that you receive, them in, receive a guest in that way, one is because it's been a long time. And number two is because of the gifts that that guest brings and the gifts that Ramadan brings, no guest will ever be able to bring you. It's better than any guest will ever be able to provide you with. Right, the Prophet said in a hadith, a very beautiful hadith. He says, Ramadan, When the month of Ramadan enters, when the month of Ramadan enters, three things happen. When the month of Ramadan enters, meaning when Ramadan arrives, when Ramadan arrives at your doorstep and it's now here, three things occur. One is, that the doors of the heavens, meaning the doors of Jannah, are wide open. They've been flung open, the doors of Jannah. Gift number one that it brings. 
right? Throughout the 11 months of year, we don't know. The door partially open, is it fully open? But for these 30 days, the door is wide open for anyone to walk through, right? For anyone to walk through. It doesn't matter who, what guest you've ever had to receive ever in your life. They'll never be able to promise you Jannah. And this is what Ramadan brings. Number two, the Prophet said, Number one, Ramadan brings the entries of Jannah, meaning wide open doors. And number two, the doors of Jahannam, the door of the fire of hell are completely shut as well. Right? That door that most of us have been walking toward and basically ready to put our foot in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, through the month of Ramadan, shuts that door closed so that none of us have the possibility of entering it, essentially. The doors are shut. This is in Sahih Hadith. The doors of Jahannam are shut. Look at this gift. Look at this gift, right? I mean, this is something that our mouth should water over, right? This is something that our uh, every desire, you know, should, should, should be inclined toward. SubhanAllah, in these 30 days, my goal in life is to get into Jannah and not and, and stay away from Jahannam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has basically created that perfect opportunity and given us this gift for this month. Well, shayateen, and the third gift that Ramadan brings with it is that the shayateen are locked up. The, that one thing that can actually derail you from your path and from your intentions or from your goals in life, those shay- shay- shaytan and his henchmen, they're all completely locked up. Think about that, right? These are the gifts that the month of Ramadan is bringing. For 30 days, you have this, you have, you're, you're given these gifts. You're given these gifts. So, this is why we appreciate Ramadan. It's been a very long time. And all of us have needed this. And all of us have been, have been needing this. And number two, because what Ramadan brings, you know, it deserves a reception unlike any other. You know, it deserves a reception unlike any other. Now, What's very interesting about this hadith also is that the Prophet ﷺ says, When the month of Ramadan enters, meaning that this, this, uh, these three things, they occur instantly. They occur instantly. Meaning, it isn't, you know, you would think that, okay, with for Jahannam to be closed, and for Jannah to be wide open, and for the shayateen to be locked up, that it should sort of build. Maybe the first 10 days, you know, Jahannam's doors are closed. And the next 10 days, now Jannah's doors are open. And look at the next 10 days, now the shayateen are locked up so that you can go full force during the last 10 days of Ramadan. But that's not what the Prophet says. He says, Ramadan. As soon as Ramadan arrives, in just an instant, all of this is occurring. You go from one extreme to the complete other extreme in just a matter of a few moments. Now, with that complete transformation, that complete flipping, 180 degrees, it would only make sense that you and I were witnessing those moments, right? You and I would witness those moments. But wow, this, at, within the next few minutes or within the next couple of hours, this is all that's going to happen. How can I miss this? You know, how can I miss this? How can I just, you know, walk into Ramadan on day two or day three or maybe 12 hours into Ramadan and then realize what just happened? No, this is happening in an instant, right? So just because us, because we're spiritually immature, we don't perceive this. It doesn't mean that it's not happening. Meaning there's excitement and there's noise all at the beginning. 
Now, what happens? A person who, you know, people that, if you're interested in sports, what happens? Let's say you have tickets to, you know, game seven of the NBA finals. What happens? You want to make sure that you are there. You'll, you'll tell everybody, hey, we're getting there an hour early. You know, there's no way I'm missing the starting lineup. I want to be there for the starting lineups. You know, there's no, you know, no matter what happens, we cannot miss the tip off. No, the fourth quarter is really what matters. The second half is really what matters. But why is it that everyone wants to be there for tip off? Why do they want to be there for the starting lineup? Why? Because there's noise, there's excitement, right? That initial welcoming is so powerful, right? That it excites you, it excites the entire 20,000 people that are around you. It's because of this noise, right? And that noise is physically, you you could physically perceive that. But look at the noise that occurs when Ramadan enters. One, the entire universe enters into Ramadan, right? This isn't just like two teams that are playing each other on a court. This is now, you know, two billion Muslims and really all of humanity that now gets absorbed in the mercy of Allah. This is happening at tip-off time. This is happening just at tip-off time. Number two, this is happening at tip-off time, right? And then the, uh, this happens at tip-off time, right? And then the um, uh, the doors are closed immediately of Jahannam. You can watch this, right? I mean, not literally with your own eyes, but you can imagine, wow, the doors of Jahannam are being closed. How many thousands of doors must there be? Wow, the doors of Jannah are being flung open. How many thousands of doors must be opening up in just these few moments here? SubhanAllah, look at these shayateen. They're being locked up and chained and imprisoned. And, and I can watch them and I can see that, you know, these these... Um, these beings that have completely deceived me and tortured me for the last 11 months, now I'm able to watch them be, be locked away and put away so that I don't have to deal with them. I mean, that's noise. That's excitement, right? This is, happens in at the entry point of Ramadan. So it's something to be excited about, right? No, yeah, we don't hear it. We don't see it. But this is what the Prophet is saying is happening. This is what's happening. The people of spiritual maturity who appreciate this, they see this. They appreciate this. They receive Ramadan. They, they, um, they can, um, they, 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 I don't want to use the word witness, but they can perceive all of these changes that are happening in the universe when the minute Ramadan enters. The minute Ramadan enters. So we should think deeply ourselves. You know, when, especially, you know, with Ramadan very closely approaching us, we should think like, how, how do I want to welcome this guest? that I haven't seen in so long, that's bringing all these gifts with me, that really I didn't deserve to have another, another. Um, I didn't deserve to receive once again. You know, this person, prob- I probably, I mean, if knowing what I had done, you know, the last 11 months, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be receiving Ramadan. There are people who are far wor- worthier than I am, who unfortunately have left this world and are not able to experience it. They deserve it, not me. But subhanAllah, look, Allah's brought me here. And look, subhanAllah, look at the, look what's happening. The doors of Jannah. Look, the doors of Jahannam. Look, the shayateen are being chained up. Look, Allah's mercy is descending down. Look, His forgiveness, opportunity. Look, you know, the community is now collectively going to actually act like Muslims once again after so long. What sort of reception should we give Ramadan? Right? And this is a personal thing. This is not a communal uh, celebration. But it's, it's at least a personal celebration. It's at least a personal celebration and a personal thanks and a personal 
uh, experience that all of us should have. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to appreciate the uh, greatness of this blessed month. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to receive it properly in the way it deserves to be received. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to reach it uh, and, and allow us to benefit from it tremendously and be forgiven and accepted during this special month. Wa